It's Triple M's Dead Set Legends for Newtown Toyota. How wonderful has it been with the Paralympics going mm. on at Tokyo at the moment? Australia, as we always do, punching well and truly above our weight class, currently with seven gold, five silvers and eight bronze. And it's an honour to speak to a three-time Paralympian, a man who's won three medals. Good morning, Brad Scott. How are you going? Morning, Legends. Good, thank you. Yourself? Mate, we're going really well in here. Have you been glued to the TV the last few days? Tell you what, it's, it's bloody tough not to be, isn't it? Um, we've been doing such an amazing job out there and... Um... As you said earlier, being fortunate enough to be a Paralympian previously, so many of my mates are out there um, doing it tough, um, doing doing what they need to do to sort of put themselves out there. And uh, I can not, be nothing but proud right now. These guys are absolute legends themselves. They've just done a phenomenal job. A story that really captured my imagination was of Ben Popham and Rowan Crow. There's the, the friendship between the two swimmers and to watch them both be able yeah, to win yeah, gold. Nice, wasn't it? Wasn't that just incredible to see? Yeah, well, I think that really sort of showcases what it is about being part of the Aussie Paralympic mob. Um, you're not you're not alone in no way, shape, or form. And and I think as as community, we we see these guys on the centre stage, just like the Olympics, once every four or this time five years. And we we see that we don't see all that work in the background. We don't see those those day in day out sessions that you don't want to do. And and as athletes yourselves, gents, like you know, you know what it's like when you've got to do all that stuff that you don't necessarily want to do to get to where you want to be. And and when you can do that with people mm. um, that you really want to be around, it makes it so much easier because they're going through that with you. And and they're a great showcase of how that is. But I guarantee you, there are hundreds. Um, of partnerships like that happening on the Australian Paralympic team right now. Brad, your own journey, mate. Uh, you're born with cerebral palsy. How did you get into um, the the Olympics uh, spirits and the sports as a young fella? Tell us a little bit about your journey. Yeah, well, I guess again, I'm very fortunate to be born with mild cerebral palsy. I I was able to most to be able to be seen as sort of um, a normal person, which obviously back then when I didn't really accept my disability, yep. it was who I wanted to be. I wanted to be not seen as one of those people. I, I didn't I didn't accept my disability. I didn't want, to, didn't want it to be known by any others. So for me, sport was that way to show people I was just as good as them. And yep. very fortunate that my family was so passionate about sport and footy, cricket, basketball, netball, tennis. I didn't care what it was. All I wanted to do was play sport. And and the funny thing is, I actually despise running. I despise <laughs> running with a passion. Um, the only way you'd get me to run is if I had a cricket bat in my hand or I was, had to, I was chasing the footy. So yep. um, it, all, it all really started playing under-16s, and my teammates in my AFL team uh, named me captain. And I'm like, how can, how can I lead these guys if I can't even last a quarter on the field? So mm-hmm. I thought, you know what, I've got to work on my fitness. So I just started running laps, and one thing led to another. And then the, actually probably the biggest – the biggest uh, thing that happened through all this, the Australian Paralympic team, for the first time ever, had a talent search day in Bunbury in 2006. And my dad forced me to go. He absolutely forced me to go. I didn't want to go. I didn't want yeah. to be one of those people. They're for people with disabilities. I don't have a disability. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and thankfully, thankfully, my old man forced me to go because although it was one of those moments where I was so... Um, so insecure because I was around people with visual impairment, people using wheelchairs, people, mm. um, you know, like that, that to me were the weirdos. I, I'm not one of those. Like, yeah. And so to go through that um, and then all of a sudden to see that my disability has now created an opportunity, that was the turning point. It was a turning point to go, okay, my disability isn't my weakness. It's actually my strength. Mm. It's, it's, it's my ticket to the okay. Paralympics. It doesn't guarantee me mm. the space, but it gives me the opportunity to fight for it. 
Absolutely, Brad. I'm having a look at uh, some of your results. So 800 and 1,500, the toughest running races oh, yeah. that you can do. Britt, you, mm, uh, I wouldn't know. The lactic acid, I'm watching actually some on the TV as we speak. Brad, what's your best time uh, over those distances? I just want to do a little bit of a comparison. Yeah, mate, I'm probably not not as good as you, Jan. So it was only two flat over the eight and, uh, and four ten. Um, over the 1500. Um, it, was, it was obviously good enough for medals. Um, my, my goal was always to crack that two minute barrier in the eight and a four minute barrier in the 15. Um, as, as obviously I said, I've fallen short, but again, when you're striving for excellence, there's only so much you can, can control. And I just made sure I put it all out there. So I'm pretty proud of those times, but you always want that little bit more, you know? Um, <laughs> you would have lapped me. I'll give you the yeah. tip. <laughs> well, I truly got us covered. But hey, Brad, I've loved watching the Aussie rollers. This time of, yeah. you know, when the Paralympics come around, we start to, to watch, like the Olympics, you get fascinated by certain, certain sports. You don't watch all that often. The Aussie roll, that is a brutal sport. It is. It is. And obviously, we've got superstars on our team, like uh, Chris Bond and Riley Batt, who's one of the t- captains of the Australian Paralympic team. And, and I think... The thing that really I, I enjoy about watching uh, Murderball, as they, as they like to call it as well, um, it's four on four, but it's not just um, the tokenistic where people think with people with disabilities, Paralympics is about just going out there and having a go and, and doing yourself when you touch your proud. And, and you, that is a part of it. But we are also professional athletes, you know, and, and when you watch Murderball um, or wheelchair rugby, there is so much um, strategy involved in that game. Um, if you see that someone, when they've got like a sin bin scenario and there's a three-on-four scenario, they won't go and score a try directly straight away. They'll sit back and wind the clock down to really make it hard for the other team and they'll block out other players and, and all this sort of stuff. There is so much involved in, in getting the best performance out on that court um, that it's not just about going out there and having fun at this level, you know. And, and I think that's what the Paralympics is really showing people, that, it's, it's not just, yeah, well done, guys, good work, you're doing such a great job, but it's like, wow, these, these people are actually full-time, legit athletes who have put day in, day out, watching tape, doing everything else to make sure that they can, um, when the moment comes, they're in the best position possible. Brad, I just want to play a little bit of audio, uh, a moment after the Rio Olympics and a message you had for young kids. Let's listen to this. To all those kids back home with a disability, your disability doesn't have to be your excuse. It can be the greatest opportunity, just like out here. You guys need to get out here because this is amazing. So don't use that as an excuse. Use it as an opportunity. Become a Paralympian and do yourself any country proud. And thank you to everyone back home. How important is it to you to spread that message to kids? And kids might even be listening today, this morning, driving in mm. the car that have a disability. How important is it to spread that message? Yeah, well, look, I think... It's important in, in so many ways because one thing we, we uh, are good at in Australia is we have so many opportunities for so many people. And and doesn't matter if you have a disability or not, if you come from a multicultural background, um, if you're if you're one of our First Nations people. It's, it, the, the thing is, though, there are sometimes some perceived barriers, whether they are physical or they are invisible, that really um, inhibit someone's ability to be able to take on those opportunities. And I think sometimes it can be the perception that people with disability don't have the ability to be able to participate in sport, to go for it. And and so when that is around you, sometimes you can feel a little bit insecure about yourself as well and you don't think that you've got that, that talent, that ability. So when you see people who are like you, um, you can you can see them what you can be. You mm. know, that's where the Paralympics is so good because you see people that might have a similar disability to yourself who who might um, be out there doing this amazing effort. And you're like, hang on a second, I'm a, I use a wheelchair. They're using a wheelchair. Mm. Mm. 
like maybe I can do that, you know. Yeah. And I think that's where the Paralympics really helps create that opportunity because you don't get to see that as much in in everyday life. And and I would love to see more and more people with disabilities going out there and being proud of who they are. Um, because at the end of the day, everyone has the right to do that, right? And Absolutely. They all have, everyone should have the right to go out there and be proud of who they are and go and take on those opportunities. And and I, I said that I'm very lucky, and I do believe that I am lucky because there's so many things I'm not in control of that other people are able to help me out with. But the moment that door opens, I've got to take that step. Mm. And so that's what that message was a bit of part of too. It's like, okay, this, this is an opportunity, but you've got to take the step forward. You've got to push yourself forward to take that on. It's, it's up to you. You can't expect everyone to do everything for you as well. Absolutely, mate. You're an absolute star. Thanks very much, uh, Brad, for jumping on. Three-time Paralympian, three-time medalist. An absolute amazing story. Thanks very much, mate, and have a good weekend. Cheers, legends. Really appreciate it. It's Triple M's Dead Set Legends. The Newtown Toyota.